Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the episode 13 of the Sonar Ulfer podcast. As always, this is your host, Dustin. Uh, I want to thank you guys for bearing with me. I'm coming to you guys a day late. Um, didn't have enough time last night to get everything I wanted done, so luckily I had some free time tonight. I could get it done. I really didn't want to go two weeks without doing an episode, so here we are tonight. Now, tonight's episode, I'm really going to focus just on one stanza from the Havamal. That's Havamal 132, 135, and 133, depending on your translation. The translation I normally go for is 132, which, as I've said before, is the Bray translation. But I also really like the way that Bellows translates it, which makes it come out to stanza 133. Um, I want to send a big shout-out for the idea for tonight's episode to a listener that emailed me, and we got to talking a little bit. Um, I don't know if he really wants me to give his name out or not, so... I'm pretty sure he knows who I'm talking about. He's the first listener I have outside of the Kindred to contact me about the podcast. Really want to thank you, man, for reaching out. And I think this is going to be a great episode idea. Um, so without further ado, we're going to jump into it. I'm going to read both translations of this one because I think they both have really good merits. The Bray translation for Havamal Stanza 132 is, They know but unsurely who sit within. What manner of man is come? None is found so good, but some faults attend him, or so ill, but he serves for somewhat. Now that one's a very older language kind of translation. Sounds a little confusing at times until you really look at it. 133, I think, says it a lot better and cleaner. And that is, off scarcely he knows who sits in the house. What kind is the man who comes? None so good is found that faults he has not, nor so wicked that naught he is worth. The big thing that I take away from this, and I talked about it with um, the listener that I talked to, is that this is essentially boiling down to no one is pure good, no one is pure evil. You know, you meet someone, they seem really good, really kind, really honest, but they're human just like everyone else. And what it comes with being human is faults. You know, no one blames people for having some faults. It's just human nature. Um, no one's perfect. But in that same note on the other side of that coin is no one is truly pure evil, for lack of a better phrase. You know, even a bad person can do kind things now and then and has a heart for something that they care about. And, you know, they have people that they care for. Well, the same is true for someone that seems super kind, super polite, always gets along with everyone. They have their side, too, that, you know, you may not see on the surface. It's something more along the lines of they might be keeping it down, might be downplaying it, letting it out when they're in private. There's no difference. Everyone has different sides to them. And so what can we take from this lesson that the All-Father gives us? You know, when you boil it down, really, it comes down to you don't judge a book by its cover. That age-old adage that nothing is what they appear to be. There's more layers to everyone than just what you see on the outside. And that's a really important lesson to take. 
on both sides of the spectrum. You know, if you come across and you meet someone that is that, has that paragon nature that's very kindly and not whatnot, very giving, if you get to a point where they're out of generosity and, you know, they finally stand up and say no to something, that's not a bad thing. That's them finally expressing a boundary that they're not willing to cross. And that's something that we should really be okay with. Not only is Asa true towards other Asa true, but towards everyone in general. Everyone's got that final point where they they say, no, that's too much, or no, I can't do that, or I've got to take some time out for myself. That's fine. And then think about it the other way, too, is that you also have that point. Everyone's got that point, no matter how much we try to do good and influence the world for the better. At some point, everyone's got to take that second for themselves. And I know some people get really into the people pleasing and that seems really hard to do, but you got to have that at some point, just like we have to understand that other people have that. But then the other hand, sometimes you'll have that person who seems kind of like he's a dick, a little rude and arrogant, but when they show that moment of kindness it's important not to brush it off because of you know the way that they normally seem. That could be them actually trying to be genuine. You know that that d- dickish facade could be just that. So don't discount them just because. You know most of the time they're they're rude or arrogant. Try to give them that benefit of the doubt that they might be a good person. Now with this, you might come into the moral dilemma of, you know, how do I guard myself against that, but give people that benefit of the doubt? Um, This is where I didn't really get to talk about it with the viewer too much, but where I come down to the fact, and this just could be my profession and my job coming into my jaded mentality, that you always have to kind of be on guard that you can't always just fully trust people. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of people have experienced that in their life too, where they finally get to that point where they're, they want to trust people, but they're tired. They're afraid of getting hurt again. And this comes down to a piece of advice I got from someone who trained me in my profession is that you offer one hand, but you arm the other. Now, I'm not saying this has to be literal or anything like that, but you always kind of keep that reserve. You know, give people the chance, give them a chance to trust, show them that you trust them until they give you a reason not to trust you. And then you already have that backup plan that is the other armed hand. You know, that's a piece of advice I've always found really useful. Um, not saying I go around with a plan for everyone to betray me. But there is that possibility. But even though I do have that possibility in mind, I usually always give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Because when you come across all walks of life, you never know what someone's been through. You know, there's that saying that, you know, don't judge someone until you walk the mile in their shoes. Very solid point. Then that relates very much to these, Havamal entries as well. 
you never know what someone's going through on the inside. There's could be a million thoughts that they're not saying as you talk to them. And this all brings me to the topic I want to use for next week's episode. Um, tonight's episode is going to be a little bit shorter since we're just doing the one Hava Mall. And I really wanted to kind of flesh that out as much as I could. I didn't want to make the podcast overly long with a whole second topic. But I want to ask everyone that if you get a chance, you know, shoot me an email. You know, as always, my um, email is sonnerulfer21 at gmail.com. Uh, spelled just like the name of the podcast. But I want to hear what some of you guys know as misconceptions of the pagan faith, heathens, Asatru in general. You know, I want to hear a bunch of different misconceptions so I can get them all together and really be able to talk about all of them next week. You know, if I can get enough, I would like to make next week's episode a little bit longer. I should have a little bit more time to do that next week, hopefully. So I really, really want to encourage everyone, you know, email me, say one or two misconceptions that you found in practicing. Because then we're going to go into that because, you know, like we were talking about tonight, you don't judge a book by his cover. Everyone has these preconceptions about paganry and the Asatru faith. And I think if we can get them all the ideas together and I could talk about them next week, that can really give everyone a good base of information when they talk to someone that's unfamiliar with our faith. So again, email sonnerulfer 21 gmailcom spelled just like the title. I hope to hear from a bunch of you. Um, I want to thank you again to the viewer that reached out to me. Really happy to talk to you. Um, definitely be wanting to talk to you about some more about anything. I want to wish everyone a good night. Everyone stay safe in the next week. Hope everyone's having a good summer. And skull.